Welcome to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today, we are talking about creating an air of mystery. And what we're going to be exploring is the sixth law of power, which is to create an air of mystery and the paradoxes that are alive within yourself. So we, this episode kind of started about me talking about these paradoxes and then I tied it hand in hand with the sixth law of power. So I just changed the name to creating an air of mystery. Initially it was the paradoxes within. So that's where we're going to start is that we as humans are extremely complicated. We say one thing and do another you know, we're always contradicting ourselves. And part of that is because there are these dual elements alive within us, and they are always battling it out. However, they sometimes almost go hand in hand, and they do go hand in hand, right? They're working in creative tension together. In the 48 Laws of Power, the sixth law is to create an air of mystery. And this is interesting because When you come to know your own paradoxes that are alive within you, you can use them to create this air of mystery. Dostoevsky, a Russian writer, you know, was talking about what would happen if we created a perfect utopia, just like what the Soviets and Hitler, the communists were striving for, was a utopian a utopian place. And this is what he says. This was his criticism of that. He said he made that claim that if you gave humans everything they needed, you know, they had nothing to do but eat cake, swim in pools, drink all day, essentially just busying themselves with the continuation of the species. You know, they might enjoy that for about two weeks, but after that they would destroy something just for some novelty. So something interesting would happen. You know, there would be, so there would be a problem that they could solve and fix, right? Because it just becomes way too predictable. And this applies to us as human beings. You know, people you know become predictable, especially as we all get older. We get stuck in our routines, our habits, our old ideas, and our ways. You know, we become somewhat of this predictable algorithm. You know what a person may say or do even before they say or do it. And humans get bored quickly. That person no longer excites you and captures you like they may used to. And this happens in relationships with couples. You know, that's why the chase can be so exciting. You're chasing, it's all something new. It's this new shiny object. It's all a mystery. It's all, it's, 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 it is a mystery. And once though you get what you thought you wanted or what you wanted, the person you get bored with that person. They become this predictable pattern and you lose interest. And that's why we cling to those figures who seem larger than life. You know, their next move is unpredictable. They keep you on the edge of your seat because they're far from boring. They capture you. And I think we can use this idea of creating an aura of mystery in our lives, in our own lives, you know, and it takes time, patience, a broader vision, and self-control. You have to be able to think ahead with things. You have to have a plan. You know, you're not just at the whim of the day. You have to have a, a, a strategy. Otherwise, you are just unconsciously 
going with whatever life throws at you because and going hand in hand with having a plan is having that broader vision, you know, and a being patient enough to allow things to play out. You know, you have a plan, okay, in the future, two months down the road, I'm going to do this, or two weeks from now, I'm going to do that. You know, you have some sort of idea of what you have a plan in place. But then the hardest part, however, is the self-control, right? Because we want to tell everyone everything about ourselves. We're all narcissists, I believe, at heart, in some people further along in the spectrum than others. You know, maybe you aren't the same degree of narcissism as someone else, but everyone loves themselves. Everyone wants to talk about themselves. Everyone falls in love with their own image to some degree, right? And so you want to tell everyone about yourself and everything great that you are doing, you know, or on social media, you know, we share our every move, all of our lives. You want to be everywhere, everywhere with everyone all the time. So people get bored because if you're always there, then you begin to lose value. You know, you, uh, we aren't grateful for the things we always have because they're always there, especially in this time and age. It's like, I've never not had a life without an AC in my house, running water all the time, a phone whenever I want it, you know, all these things, but they begin to lose value in a sense because I don't realize how much they really mean because they're always there. And if you're always speaking, your words don't mean as much. If everyone knows your plans, you're predictable. There's no mystery around you because you're a pattern. That's why it takes practice and hard work to not always speak, to hold your tongue, to not constantly be over explaining yourself to other people, justifying your every action, you know, letting other people know your every move. It takes time and solitude. You know, you're not always coming out to play to hang out because when you aren't always out with others, it becomes exciting when you then do come out. Or if you're not always speaking, the words that you do say carry a bit more weight. And this goes along with the paradoxes within because you can use your own paradoxes, these almost inner contradictions to help you create this air of mystery. So something that I've noticed in myself, and this is all something that I'm kind of just diving into this morning, so it's all surface level for me, as I continue to pay attention and go within, I hope to continue to find more of these paradoxes. But for example, I've noticed, and I get this from my family, someone in my family, that I like and I tend to avoid confrontation. You know, I'm, I'm willing to be an agreeable person so that things can work out well for everyone. And this is all, you know, it just depends on the situation. But for the most part, I like to avoid conflict. I'd rather try and keep the peace. You know, is this good or bad? Not sure. It's just about how you use it, but it's interesting to pay attention to. However, what I've also noticed in myself is that I am a pot stirrer. I love to stir the pot and see what could happen. I love to do little things that kind of mess with people and see how they respond. So in one way, I want nothing to do with chaos. But on the other hand, I want everything to do with it. You know, and these are like self-contradicting things. It's like a paradox. But I believe that they go hand in hand. At, at first sight, they're self-contradicting. At first sight, they're self-contradicting. But upon further inspection, you see that they actually are intertwined. You know, and I have a few more examples that I'm kind of just learning about in myself, but I'm going to just roll with this one. 
So it's interesting because I can use this in a way that does does create that air of mystery. You know, I'm the guy who's agreeing with everything to keep the peace, but then I'm also the guy who's trying to stir something up in you or get the group fired up. And we all have this in ourselves. And if you pay attention to it, you're no longer necessarily at the mercy of it. It's not like these emotions are happening to you. You can begin to channel it and use it in a creative way. You know, if you know that you avoid confrontation, you can learn to use that, you know, having the awareness of the fact that, man, I'm always avoiding confrontation. Okay, I just need to go confront the things that I'm avoiding, right? And so having the knowledge and the awareness of it is so important because you can use it in a positive way. And if you're not aware of the fact, you know, that I'm always a potster, then I can get myself into some trouble and use that in a creative way, in a good way, you could say, you know, because you can potster all day with the wrong people and cause a lot of trouble, or you can potster in a positive way around people using good ideas that are going to potentially, you know, you, that you could use it in a way for good and you can use it in a way that, uh, is not good as well. So the awareness part of it is huge. And, you know, when you think of the laws of power, it's all about how you choose to respond to them and use them. They are for our own awareness. So we are not the mercy of other people using these on us, but we can also channel these in a way that makes life interesting. And it's not out of some drive, inner drive to dominate people and exercise actual power over them. Again, it's the laws of power, they're just, they're useful tools to know. And it's all about how you choose to respond and how you choose to use this knowledge. You can use it in an evil way or you can use it in a good way. And I, such a cool journey in life is coming to know thyself. So paying attention to these paradoxes within gives you a bit more understanding of who you truly are in your nature. This helps in your awareness of other people as well and dealing with them and seeing things for what they truly are. You know, the more you understand about yourself, the more, you know, we're, we're far more alike than we like to admit, but the more you can understand about other people as well. And the more you understand about others, the more you can understand about yourself and learn about yourself. And so they, those two go hand in hand, which is also cool. And also this uh, broader understanding about ourselves it helps us find the truth in things, right? The more you understand, the more perspective you have. And it's not like we understand really much at all, but the little you understand, the more of the little you understand, if that makes sense, the broader perspective you can gain and the higher you see from the mountaintop, the broader perspective you have, the more you can see the truth. And the truth sets us free. The truth is what we should live by. So pay attention to these paradoxes and work to create that air of mystery around yourself. Don't be so predictable. Keep people on the other other seat a little bit, you know? It's a challenge. But that's what makes it exciting and meaningful. And if you want to learn more about the law, you know, I I kindly kindly kind of just scratched the surface of creating an air of mystery. I would recommend reading 48 Laws of Power, if that is something that it would interest you, or I'm sure there's plenty of videos out there about it, but that is law number six. Yeah, and you can use that just in a way that uh, makes life interesting. And it's a challenge, again, to hold your tongue, not share everything with the world, and be a bit unpredictable. It just keeps people on the edge of their seat. It keeps them uh, 
it keeps you interesting and excited to be around. Exciting to be around, I should say. So thank you guys for listening. Pay attention to those paradoxes within and work to create an air of mystery. We'll see you next time.